Hey you guys, welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast. So you guys, whew, this message that I have for you guys, I'm not even about to bring up like, oh, leave a review, stuff like that, because right now, that's not really what's important. But this message that I'm going to be sharing with you guys today, I will admit it's not the most fun message to hear um and it's not the message that everybody is so eager to receive if that makes sense because it's like uh I already know about this so the topic for today is simply repentance I don't know if I'm gonna try and do a little fancy title or whatever but I'm gonna leave it as simple as it can be and name this episode repentance and I pray that each and every one of you guys who are subscribed to my podcast listen to this episode. <laughs> um, because I know that so many of you guys listen to my episodes about being booed up, being insecure, you know, about having a relationship with Jesus, you know, but this is very, very important. And to any of you guys who are listening, please share this with your friends, family, especially people that you know who are not saved, please, please, please share this episode with them because it's so important. So let's just get into it. So I was, I became saved probably, I became saved very young. I really don't remember the age. I cannot tell you what age I got saved. Um, Luckily, I always grew up in the church. (laughs) I know a lot of people always say that, but it's true for me. I actually grew up in the church, Um, but I thought that my salvation came from being at church every single Sunday. I won't lie. Um, I would come to church, um, and I had friends there. You know, I had my cousins there, so it was just like church was like a lituation, you know. Church was a thing that I went to. To be honest with you guys, because I really I really aim to be honest with you guys. I really don't aim to sugarcoat, but it was more of, you know— It was a fun thing to do, and it wasn't really a fun thing to go to because I wanted to hear the word, but it was fun because I had friends, because I had people in my corner, and so on and so forth. And I remember, you know, when I was 10 years old or probably younger, I remember, you know, I told my brother, like, church is so much fun. Like, what the heck? Like, you know, like, it's so much fun. And he was like, it's because you have your friends. That's why you think it's so fun. It's because you're surrounded around people. That's why you think it's so fun. And I'm referencing that now because I realized that at a young age, you know, even though it was pushed into my brain to have a relationship with Jesus, it was pushed into my brain. You know, the gospel was pushed into my brain. Repentance. I was constantly told to repent like all the time. But it was more of a thing that became redundant. And it was more of a thing like, um, probably when I'm 40 or probably when I'm 30, I'm going to take it seriously. But for the past few days, many messages that I've listened to, a few of my godly friends, the 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 um topics for my prayer lines, it has all been about repentance and it's all been about how the kingdom of God is very, very near. Um, and as I got older, many of you guys who have been listening to this podcast for a long period of time, you guys know that I started to take my relationship with God more serious when I was about like 16 or 17. Um, I think it was like 16 or probably like 15. I don't really know. It does I mean, it's not that important, but it kind of is. But anyways, I don't really remember. But I remember around that time, 
God really stripped me. God took away all my friends. You know, um, I changed churches. Um, like it was just so many shifts that was happening in my life at that time. And I really needed Jesus and glory be to God. You know, he took me through that rough time. He took me through that season of wilderness and here I am, you know, and even when I did truly accept Jesus and even when, you know, I experienced Jesus on my own and even when, you know, I was developing that close relationship, I came to the realization, sorry for my voice. I came to the realization like two days ago, that my repentance was never genuine. Like, it was never genuine, you know? And I was on um, a beginner's class for Christianity. I know it sounds weird, um, but I was in this class um, at my mom's church um, on Sunday. And it's for children, but I just still decided to join because at the end of the day, you are never too advanced in your walk with God. You always have something to improve on at the end of the day. So I was like, let me just join it, you know. So I joined and the topic was repentance, you know. And my pastor's wife said that there has to come a time when you basically you basically have to hate your sin. You know, you basically like your sin has to convict you so much to the point of deep sorrow, to the point where you're so shook, to the point where you don't want to go back to that life anymore, to that point where it's just like something has to change, something has to move, something has to be different because this life it's not it. And I was talking again with my friends about repentance yesterday and then the topic of my prayer line this morning was repentance and then I was scrolling through Instagram probably like you know 30 or 40 minutes ago and this video um popped up on one girl who you know we follow each other or whatever she's Nigerian as well and she posted this video which was talking about how God is coming sooner than we think um and if I don't know if many of you guys follow me on um YouTube it's not really that necessary but on my YouTube channel, I talked about how I had two dreams about rapture. You know, I didn't see everything specifically, but I prayed for visions and God was able to give me visions. Um, but as I drew back, God stopped giving me visions. God stopped ministering to me. So now I'm in the place where I'm trying to grow closer to God. However, every single day, it feels like people are having dreams back to back to back about rapture, about the coming of Jesus. Not to say that they see every single thing of what's going to happen or not to say that they're predicting everything that's going to happen because only Jesus knows the date, the time, the season that he's going to come in. So I'm not trying to say Jesus is coming January 1st, 2021. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is God, it's it's none of none of the things that are happening, none of the the worldly disasters that are happening. You know, hurricanes are coming to certain areas. Coronavirus shut everything down in our world. Like there are locusts. There are so many things that are happening globally. The peace treaty. You guys, these are signs. These are signs. And I can't lie. Um, and before I got on this, on this, um, before I started making this episode, you know, I, I asked God to. And I asked the Holy Spirit to lead me because I wanted to be as transparent as possible because we can't win souls without being transparent. And I won't lie to you guys. I remember my uncle told me two years ago, or it was probably two or three years ago, or probably longer than that. But he said, Jesus is coming soon. All right. And for me, at that time, I'm like, uh, you know, I don't really want him to come. I don't really want him to come. Not yet. Not yet. And even now, 
or even like yesterday as well, I was like, oh, you know, Jesus is really coming. Like, this is really reality. He's really coming. And to be honest with you guys, I was just like, damn, I don't want him to come. Damn, I want to get my degree. You know, I want to get my bachelor's. I want to do this. You know, I want to get married. You know, I want to be booed up. You know what I'm saying? I want to have, you know, my beautiful Nigerian wedding. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I had to talk to God because after I watched that video, that I saw on Instagram, you guys, after I watched that video, I had to ask God that he helped me to detach from the things of this earth because these things on this earth, your iPhone, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, these are distractions. These are distractions. And we need to love God more than we love the things of this earth. And that's just that's just the real tea. It's the real word. We have to love God more. You have to love God more than you love your parents. You have to love God more than you love your boyfriend. You have to love God more than you want that degree or you have to want God more than you want that degree than you want those kids. Because if Jesus decided to come today, it's over. You can't have that wedding anymore. You can't have this anymore. It's, in fact, like, you know, my friends were explaining to me, like, Jesus coming is actually a good thing because we get to be taken away from all the chaos. I don't know about you, but, like, the world, the world is, you know, it's a beautiful creation by by God, you know. It's beautiful. But us people, we have corrupted it. We have corrupted it. We have ruined the world. We have, we have frustrated God. We have made God so angry. We have made him so angry. And we have been doing so many detestable things in his sight. And this is not to, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to condemn anybody. If anything, you know, I'm just trying to warn myself as well because this was so heavy on my heart. And while I was washing my dishes earlier, I'm just like, yo. And I felt my spirit telling me, like, what are you waiting for? Because I was supposed to make this episode days ago, weeks ago. But I know that if I'm leading this podcast and I'm talking about the glory of the, of, if I'm talking about the glory of God, if I'm talking about how God can restore you, if I'm talking about how God can be a comforter, if I'm talking about how God can give you all your wants and all your needs, if I'm talking about all of that great stuff and I miss out on the gospel, if I miss out on telling you to repent of your sins, if I miss out on telling you that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, if I miss out on telling you to give your life to Christ, if I miss out on telling you the actual gospel, if I miss out on telling you to have a relationship with Jesus, then this was this was no use. I wasted my time and honestly I am gonna have to I'm gonna have to own up to this when I get up there. When I when I face judgment, I'm gonna have to talk about why I did this, why I started this, and I'm going to have to be accountable, you know. And this is not to say that I'm just trying to like push the responsibility off myself, but I would be doing you guys an injustice if I didn't preach the most important part of why Jesus came for us. I, I would be doing you guys an injustice, and I would be doing myself an injustice after receiving so much of a word, after receiving so much prophecy. I would be, I would be wasting you guys' time. So I'm here to tell you guys with love in my heart, okay, that I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what's happening in your life. I don't know if you even accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I don't know where you are in this stage of your life, but I need you to. I really need you to. I need you to I need you to detach from these things of this earth, you know. It's been it's been I've been in a season in life lately where I don't even plan far anymore. Before I used to plan like it's lit, you know, like oh, I'm going to get married probably this year, 
you know, I'm a probably, no, not this year, but I'm going to, I was like saying the type of year that I would want to get married. You know, I was saying that, okay, God, like I want to meet my man, da, 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 da. God, I want to travel to this country this year. God, I want to do that this year. But if Jesus comes tomorrow, you guys, if he comes tomorrow, that's it. So it's gotten to a point where I don't even plan because it's only by the grace of God that we're still here. And I just want to share this with you guys. Like, I believe it was yesterday. I um I was sleeping. And the night before I had prayed to God, like, Lord, give me a vision. Like, I, I want another vision. Like, thank you, God, for the visions in the past. But, Lord, I want another vision. Like, I do. And I don't know if I could even call this a vision. But I can say that it was probably, probably like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., something like that. But I wake up at 5 a.m. for my prayer line every single morning. And it was probably like 3 a.m. and I was sleeping. And out of nowhere, it was like a bright light like shone into my room, into my dorm room. It was like a bright light shone in. And I thought Jesus was here. I thought he was here. And I didn't feel my, my body ascending. I didn't feel my body going up. So I got scared. I'm like, Lord, like, and I was praying. I'm like, Lord, don't leave me behind. Don't leave me behind. Don't leave me behind. Don't leave me behind. You know, and I got scared. But then the light went away. So I, I didn't know. But clearly glory be to god we're still here but this stuff is serious like this stuff is serious and this stuff is like it's like you know it's moving my heart it's moving my soul because this earth is passing away you guys it's passing away before our eyes there are so many signs and y'all like this is this is serious like this is probably one of the most serious messages that i've made and i don't mean to hackle you i don't once again i don't mean to ever condemn you i don't mean to ever put you down you know because at the end of the day i'm a sinner i'm a sinner like i am a sinner like lately you know because at the end of the day i feel like if i'm not being transparent with you guys i'm not winning souls so lately i've been struggling with lust lust of the eyes you know like lust of the eyes in terms of comparison lust of the eyes in terms of seeing you know somebody who's cute and instantly like fantasizing i've been struggling with that lust lately you know i've been struggling with that lust of comparison i've been struggling with it that lust that lust simply you know i've been struggling with anger you know i've i've really you know and i've I went through moments where I've struggled with lust, I've struggled with anger, and I'm just like, no, like this, you know, I realized, number one, I realized the other day that I didn't truly repent. I didn't truly decide that I really want to let it go. I Like when I would be going through lust or when I would be, be in, a spirit, in the spirit of anger, instead of calling on God, I would just let my feelings marinate, let my feelings simmer. And that just, that's just utter disobedience. That's not, it's nothing more than utter disobedience. I would just sit and let it marinate, and I'm just... I, I say all this, you know, to kind of tell you guys about my weaknesses because I'm not here to sit here and tell you guys like, oh, I'm this perfect person. And before I used to be like, damn, like if I tell people like, oh, you know, this is what I struggle with or whatever, you know, people, they're going to judge me, which is true. People have, you know, judged me or people, you know, people probably like gossiping or whatever, you know, it's happened where people, you know, will gossip about me or say certain things about me or treat me differently or feel that I'm less of a person or if I'm less of a Christian, but I have more power over my sin because I talk about it, you know? Like, I have more power over my sin because I talk about it, and that's another key part in in this walk with Jesus, 
confess your sins. The devil wants you to stay in that place where you don't confess. And yesterday and this morning when I sat with my friends, I confessed my sins and we confessed our sins to each other, okay? Even me, I struggle with dirt, like saying like dirty white lies, you know what I'm saying? Like probably saying like, oh, like my friend will probably ask me like, oh girl, where you at? And I'm probably like 10 or 15 minutes away, but I know I'm late. So I'm going to tell you, oh, I'm right around the corner. That's a dirty white lie. And that's, it's wrong. It's wrong. It is wrong, you know? And at the end of the day, I say all these things once again to tell you guys that I, I still fall short of the, gro- of the glory of God. I, I, have still fall sh- I have still fallen short. I have still fallen short, and it's okay if you've fallen short as well, but it's all about what you want to do to be proactive. Do you want to stay in that sin? Do you want to let that sin continue to dwell? I don't want that for you. I don't want that for you. I don't want my family left behind. I don't want my friends left behind. I don't want myself left behind. Like, honestly, I watched a video the other day, too, where this woman was talking about, like, how she had a vision as well, you know, and Jesus was leaving. He was leaving, and... Um, she thought that she was going to get left behind, but Jesus still, like, he, he, he basically wasn't going to leave her. Like, he wasn't going to leave her, but Jesus was talking to her, like, it's not my wish to even leave back one person. Like, I don't, like, basically Jesus was saying he does not want to leave even one person behind, but there will be many left behind. There will be many people who will still be here to go through the tribulation period. And, it's it's a serious message. It's a hard message to swallow. This is this is something hard for me to even talk about, but I'm here. But I also want to share with you guys some scripture which says First John, which is from First John one nine, which says, If we confess, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I don't know about you, but I definitely need to be cleansed from all unrighteousness, you know? I need to repent, okay? And I'm here to tell you guys that I, I repent. Like, I, I don't want to be left here. I don't want to be left here over a dirty white lie. I don't want that for myself, and I don't want that for you. And I also want to share with you guys Matthew 4, 17, which says, From that, ooh, from that true, oh my gosh, I can't even read my handwriting right now. But basically, it says, Repent for the kingdom of God <laughs> is at hand. Let me read that again to you guys. Matthew 4:17 says, "Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is near." Did you guys hear about the peace treaty that is in the works right now? Y'all, this is serious. And I encourage you guys to read Revelations. You know, I was at, I was in a point where I was reading the book of Revelations, but then I stopped eventually, but right after I get off um, from speaking with you guys, I'm going to go back and I'm going to search the word. I'm going to definitely read Revelations because I need it. Sorry also because my, my air conditioner <laughs> just turned on. But I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the book of Revelations. And I encourage you guys as well to do the same. But once again, if there is nothing that you got from this word or if you just felt like, oh, Tina, like leave me alone or whatever, or you just felt like I was chatting the whole time, I just want to reiterate the main things, which is to repent, repent genuinely, repent genuinely. Number two, confess your sins. And if you don't have anybody to confess your sins with, my Instagram, my email will be in the description. Like you can talk to me. You can talk to me like for real. I will pray for you and I'll pray with you. So repent, confess and also 
attest to the fact that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And you you will be saved. You will be saved. And also cultivate a relationship with the Father. Cultivate a relationship with the Father. Don't waste your time. Like, listen, I've had, sometimes I do get caught up in social media. Sometimes I do get caught up in talking with my friends. Sometimes I do get caught up, you know, in wanting a boo or watching stupid movies or wasting my time doing things that will offer me nothing but it's time that we get serious it's time that we lock in it's time that we take our relationship with god serious and i pray that as my soul is being convicted i pray that your soul is being convicted too and i pray that you take this take this episode serious please accept jesus as your lord and savior please please and if you don't know how to i'll send you i'll send you instructions on how to if you don't know how to contact me i will pray for you i will listen i will do it i will do it but please do not do not let this episode do not let this 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 talk technically (laughs) that we're having don't let it just fly over your head Don't let it just be another thing that you just listen to. Because the last thing that I want for us is to be listening to all these great messages, to be convicted temporarily, and then when Jesus comes for us to be left behind or for us to be cast into the lake of fire. And in Jesus' name, we will not be cast into the lake of fire just as long as you repent. Accept him again. Start afresh. We have, we have, we have, we have every chance, we have every opportunity to accept him. He could come in an hour, he could come in two hours, he can come in 30 seconds. So, you guys, let's get it together, let's get it together. And as you listen to this message, I pray that you receive it, and I pray that it touched you. But all together, you guys, stay blessed, stay strong, stay in the Lord. And hopefully I'll see you guys up there one day. Later, y'all.